Well, 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 Griff. Happy, uh, happy Tuesday on yep. a Tuesday. We happy are July here live fifth. on Twitter. Griff, we're here with a one-off, one-off special episode to talk about college football expansion. We didn't get to do that last week, so we're here to do that today. Are you excited? Yeah, you know, just uh, obviously the holiday yesterday, we didn't want to do a full episode uh, yesterday or this this week because of the holiday, but we, we didn't want this story. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be more that comes out with it, but we wanted to kind of talk about the initial reaction to the news and kind of talk about where we think college football has to go from here in order to um, make this new situation work. So, yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. Brad, you want to just f- inform the people, give them a heads up on uh, if they've been living under a rock, what the big news is with college football and Big Ten and the expansion? I would love to, Griff. I would absolutely love to. So we have a news article here. Uh, it's I could pull it up on my screen. Let's try that. Okay, so uh, Big Ten. Obviously, is expanding, and it's uh, Griff. You know why they're doing it? They're doing it for money. It's uh, big news broke last week that USC and UCLA would join the Big Ten for the 2024 season. Very exciting. And here's here's my opinion. First off, I think that USC just made sense, and I think the Big Ten just needed a pair to to bring over for a tra- you know like a travel partner or something like that. Uh, that that's just me. Anyway. It's it's interesting um, because you know obviously everyone is looking at this from from a, a, the lens of like football exclusively. Like, has anyone even thought about like basketball yet? UCLA like, all that's been talked basket- about so far has yeah. been football. UCLA men's basketball is that's rough. <laughs> like, listen, we all know jet lag going east coast to west coast. It's hard. Like it's not easy, and and that takes a toll on y- your body, on your sleep, on your rest. And if you're trying to be an athlete and performing at the highest level, it's not going to go, you know, that's not going to go very well for you. So, and th- that's basketball, which is at least well funded, and a program that at UCLA at least probably makes money. But like, what's their track and field team going to do? You know what I mean? Right. Like, I feel like this deal needs to be football only, kind of like you know. Notre Dame with hockey, they're in the Big Ten, but with football, they're like they were in the ACC during the COVID year. Like I feel like they need to do something like that. Football, it can work because they play once a week, but the other sports, it's just not. Well, and and I think back to, like you know, obviously I mentioned basketball, but but think about think about the the non rev sports. So like, I guess like hockey is technically. It could be revenue, but you know it, the income. But you know, at the same time, like the Pac-12 schools, like the Pac-12 has a a hockey conference, and it's an eight-team uh, conference, but it's Division Two. So like USC right. and UCLA all both have Division Two hockey, whereas like, but but I'm thinking more like track and field, or um, uh. I don't know, rowing or <laughs> gymnastics or I don't know, the, the, the these the field hockey, lacrosse, like these sports where revenue is not necessarily 
no. a big deal. The more niche sport. I mean, shit. Right. Sw- diving, swimming, you right, know, whatever right, right, it might right. be. Like, you expect me to think that the cross-country team is about to take a bus ride to USC? I mean, yeah, because that's how they commute most of the time, right? Is by bus. Yeah, and so are you going to start, like... So I guess, like, is UCLA going to start, start flying them out there? That, that's the only way. I mean, right. uh, you can't bus from from california to 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 jersey if you're playing rutgers you know or, right hell even michigan i mean that's that's how many i mean what does nebraska do right now if they got to play rutgers in a sport they gotta fly them anyway right come on i would think so but at least there isn't a time shift right like right. There, it's only it's only like it's an, only hour. an hour right it's not three right it's just yeah, so my my thought is like they need to get it one, I wouldn't have gotten those teams. I get the appeal of USC because they I would can have be absolutely very... taken USC 100% if I'm going to choose I a get team it. out west. Especially because well if you're I'm saying I I would have preferred them not go out west, mm. but I also understand they're trying to keep up with the SEC and you need a powerhouse and let's be real, the SEC or sorry, USC with Lincoln Riley, they just uh, they got what the who was the 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 transfer that went to USC the quarterback. Uh, uh, I was gonna say Rattler, but that was nuts. that was South Carolina. Caleb Williams, that's his name. He transferred. I forget from where, but he transferred. I think from Bama. I thought it was Oklahoma. Oh, or did, did he? Yeah, he did. He went from from Oklahoma. He followed Lincoln, right? So. Like, there's some buzz there. And obviously, Lincoln Riley, like, he can recruit. And it, it's kind of funny because, I, you know, he left Oklahoma and wasn't going to have to deal with the SEC anymore. And now he's in a not-so-easy Big Ten. Like, there's, you know, you have Ohio State, at the very least, who you will know is going to be a tough game every year. Like, And then if you get years where Michigan's good or you're – like you can almost guarantee Ohio State will be good every year, and then two of the three Michigan, Michigan State, or Penn State will be close. And there's going to be years where maybe all four of those teams are are good, right? Like like you could see a game, uh, you could like it's totally plausible. I think Michigan could fall off, but it's totally plausible. Like three years from now, we see a situation where like. Those four teams, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State, all face each other. And when they do, like, everyone is is has a loss from those games. Like, Michigan loses to Michigan State, but then they beat Ohio State, Penn State, and whatever. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, they're all two and two in those four games. So, it's kind of the thing with the Big Ten. Like, it can be competitive, and now USC is going to come in and have to do that. Now, here's the thing that USC probably has going for it. They are... They're in the West, obviously. I, I think the Big Ten will get rid of divisions, but I think what they... I what really they, am... Think, I'm really curious on how that's going to work. Like, I'm gonna have really to go curious. to a pod system, and I think they need to get two more teams from the West. And, hell, they, they might literally, like... They, like See, this is the thing where it's like 
you have to listen to this and accept the fact that college football conferences are just not going to function the way that they used to. Right. And I think what what it's going to be is like they need to go out and basically get a, like at least two and honestly like I could see him getting six more teams from that region, right? And well, have a the Big be, 12 is already trying to do that. Right? Like you got this like, story right here that like, I'm reading where the Big 12 is in deep talks right now to add six. Arizona Arizona State, Colorado, Oregon, Washington, and Utah. And that would, honestly, like, see, that would work because you're in the same relative time zones. Right. And, well, and, and I mean, you know what that would do? Just get, right, get rid of the Pac 12. And then, hey, boom, you got your Super Four. <laughs> and then your four, division, love, your four would... champions just go to the CFP. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. And if you want your 16. Team playoff, all four conferences, ACC, SEC, Big Ten, Big 12. By right. the way, those two divisions, those two conferences need new names. <laughs> we need a, we can't, it can't be big. Call it Big North and Big South or something. <laughs> like, you know. Well, uh, here's, okay. So if the Big Ten is about to, is about to expand, okay. Here is, need, here are the schools that I want. I think they need eight. They need eight teams in the relative Western region. Okay, I think so six more on top of. USC I and I could. I okay. Like that would be preferable. To be honest, you just have like Big Ten West and Big Ten East. Here are the teams that I want, and I've and I've kind of gone back on back and forth on them. Okay, mm-hmm. I want Stanford. Okay, I want Oregon yep. and Washington. Stanford. I feel like Stanford is good because aren't they rivals with? They were all, all back in the day. It was Stanford USC were rivals. That's that was true. That's, that's true. Carroll, but I want Stanford coaches. for a different reason, and I'll get into it in just a moment. Is it because the Big Ten wants to act like they're better than everyone and have the <laughs> academics? <laughs> no. When we all know that doesn't matter. So I want Stanford, and I'll get to why mm-hmm. in a second. But I also want Oregon. I want Washington. I think that they have a sort of a claim from the West. So there's five teams right there. Okay. I mean, maybe you could deal without you could deal without Stanford. Your sixth team out West could be Arizona State. Uh, that would be a Arizona, good one. I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate Utah. I love the Utes. So um, that's true. That's true. I feel like Utah just, will go to the Big Twelve. Like if they're gonna go to a conference, I feel like probably you're probably right. Because let's be or honest, they could just continue as an independent. I mean BYU is already an independent right now. Right. But any, but anyway, Mormons. So you go okay. So you go out. You get Stanford, Washington, Oregon. Okay, and then and then Arizona State. And and I and I only am biased and partial saying that that I want them because because they've Arizona MSU. State fucking kicks ass at hockey. They are oh yeah they I are you, a good hockey. I thought team. you would want to avoid them like the plague because they seem to be uh, like a kryptonite for MSU and hot in basketball. Oh, <laughs> I mean, um, I, I guess like, I don't really, really they, care about they that. Are. Uh, yeah, no, I'm just teasing. Like, but you know, it 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 that was during the D'Antonio years, right, right, right. Thing. But um, 
but I guess like, I mean, I, I would really like to see Arizona state come play hockey here. And I feel like for Arizona state, like if, and again, cause Arizona state's athletic department is not, they're not the biggest, they're not huge. Mm-hmm. So like, to them, that doesn't matter. Like that's completely right. irrelevant. I mean, if you're if you care about hockey, like you want your hockey program to be in a better conference. Right now, Arizona State's hockey program is an independent. And for the Big Ten, they might not care too much about adding a good hockey program because USC and UCLA already have hockey programs that they could just make Division One schools. And then they could just get them the resources and the funding to get to to have Division One programs. I mean, either that or you just make them club programs, and there's no scholarship opportunities at all. But I mean, I I, I digress. I just want to see good college hockey. But I'm gonna I'm gonna make one more point. And obviously, we 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 are seeing this expansion because of money, right? Like that's literally oh, yeah, the 100%. only reason. And to think anything else it- is naive. <laughs> But I, I, and and the big 10 is only out for themselves. They're only out to, they got to compete with the sec. Right. And I'll tell you what, this is a big deal because this money that these are going to bring in, they got big, they got TV markets, right? Right. And by doing that, that is going to allow them. The NIL money has gotten that much better for the teams. And they're going to be able to, pull in better recruits like the conference as a whole will be able to pull in better recruits which is like that's the biggest deal right right like yeah so it's a cascading effect where like i do applaud the big 10 for being relative like obviously the big one was oklahoma texas but i do applaud the big 10 for not waiting it and letting it pass them by and not letting the train leave the station without them they got on board and they made probably an even bolder mood than Oklahoma, Texas, because I honestly think USC will be better than both of those teams. Um, and I think they make your conference better. And I think they will bring in money because they do bring in some big markets, right? Um, so the real question is, like I said, if they can make the logistics work, which is what I don't like. I mean, like, I don't like that Nebraska is in the Big Ten. No, no. I mean, I mean, USC I don't like that and UCLA makes so much Ten. more sense than Maryland Rutgers did. Yeah, like I would, I've, if I had it my way, we would have had West Virginia and Pitt. Oh, absolutely. That, like, those, without those guys, a doubt. I don't understand how that wasn't even, how that wasn't, what didn't happen. Like, I literally just don't know. Mm-hmm. Like that was the obvious but choice is to add West Virginia and Pitt. I would hunt. I would, I would drop. Uh, I would drop Nebraska. I would add. Uh, I I don't. I mean, one hundred percent. Nebraska's got to go. Go back to the Big Twelve. Straight yeah, up. I, I just head back there. If, I Nebraska. Don't know I if, mean, Big Twelve wants to expand. Nebraska's a, a first choice. Yeah. But I don't know if you could try to get Notre Dame. I have no idea what Notre Dame wants to do. I feel like so that, I mean, obviously that brings they me want back to stay to independent, point. but they're going to have to join a conference eventually if they ever want to make a CFP again. And I think if they joined one, it, it'll be the ACC before the Big Ten, especially now with the Big Ten being more competitive. And if so, we go to if we go to the thing that I think they'll probably do and what they should do with the CFP, like let's assume the Pac-12 just is absorbed by the Big 12 and Big 10, and we have four conferences. 
the the CFP is going to go to the conference title winner of each co- of the four power conferences will then go to the CFP and that will and that'll be that and then hey if you want your um your expanded playoff well this is it make your con- you can either have an 18 playoff by having the top two teams in each conference and if you want your 16 team playoff make the conference titles four team playoffs so like in the big 10 for example let's say it's uh michigan state michigan ohio state usd in 2024 um i would absolutely love it like you just you based on whatever the conference record you seed them one through four so if ohio state is you know uh 12 and 0 and then michigan's 11 and 1 michigan state's 11 and 1 usc's 10 and 2 and that's your top four um, you see them like that, so it'd be Ohio State versus USC, Michigan versus Michigan State. That's your semifinal bracket. Winners of those two go on to. I was just the, thinking. Go to, I go was to honestly Indy, just go thinking to Indy, that. When 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 the t- could you imagine? Like I know the game is is great. Like Michigan Ohio State, Michigan right. Michigan State. Like, but imagine like those games would still have stakes because you need like you're gonna need a good conference record to even make the four team playoff. So yeah, then I imagine how like probably imagine if Michigan, imagine if Michigan had to face Michigan State and then Ohio State to win the the title to win yeah. the conference title and then go to the college football playoff. I mean, talk about bragging rights. And the same thing goes for Ohio State. The same thing goes right. for Penn State. The same thing goes for Michigan State. It's it's awesome, and it's something that I would love love to see. It would make it would just make the end of the college football season that much more exciting. Oh, absolutely! And if it means we gotta, if it means we gotta shave off some some games, some fat in there, I'm totally okay with that. And again, I think that's kind of why like a six team pod for eat for the the conference as a whole would work. Have six to eight conference games. Reduce your conference games. Um. Or, or maybe just reduce, get rid of the out-of-conference games entirely and just have it be a battle royale for the conference, right? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying there's options yeah. here. There's, I mean, you're, you're basically right now, right now, and I, think, and, I, and I think that this is important, okay? Because I know that I know how much we love in sports to be tradition, right? Like, tradition trumps everything, right? Like... Um, in baseball, oh, yeah, like how, people how don't want to get rid Ohio of Ohio State ha- game has to be at noon. No right. fucking doesn't. Right. It doesn't need to be the last game of the season. I think I right would... now you're seeing a a turning point in college football. Okay, and what you get is right now a sandbox, and you can yeah. create whatever you want. What is the best? Don't think about what should it should it be or what what might the fans want. What is good for the sport? You know, again, it's a fucking sandbox. Do what yeah. you, do what you want. Who says that? You know, I don't know who who says that every game has to be at at X amount of time. I think that I think that it's interesting too because people of you know fans of Big Ten schools are afraid that. Um, the the time that 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 these these uh, these teams will be playing at, and I guess like to reassure, I don't think that that will be a big deal. You know, like if Michigan State, Michigan State will probably play USC what once every two years, 
and maybe yeah, like, I'll have to see a get you know a game at like 10 p.m. every now and then. But like I do not think that they're gonna re- routinely put games no. at 10 or 11 p.m. I think the biggest thing will be and what the, was what they'll do for those games is they'll make it a 4:30 kick in California. Right. So, so it's, it's at 7 like seven kicker. or eight. They're right. not gonna do night kicks out there. They're not gonna do early morning kicks. Or they're not. They they could unless, do a noon but start. Un- I think that the, they might do a night kick out there only if it's two Western. If schools. it's two West Coast teams, absolutely no, and that makes you know. sense. Oh, absolutely. They do. They do still want like like because that's a like they want to still fill the time slots. You want to fill the the noon time right. slot, the three thirty kick, uh, like the the seven thirty eight p.m. kick, and then. You know, you like having some of those 10 p.m. slots filled for the people who do like to stay up and watch them. You want to just keep all the slots filled. But they that only works like you're not going to do that to Michigan fans. Like the only time that's ever happened is if like it was an out of conference game. But if you're doing in conference scheduling and you're trying to, you know, take advantage of the TV market, you're not going to sacrifice like the Michigan market by making the game at 10 p.m. It's just you're not going to do that. You're going to put the game. At like at Michigan time at like a seven or four o'clock kick around there, um, but I think I think the logistics will, will basically what it's going to happen. Right, divisions are gone. You can do the pods, and the pods are more so just for keeping teams in the same areas uh, and making scheduling easier. And you're kind of just going to have to accept that you get one protected rival, like Michigan and Michigan State might not play every year. Or maybe you get that would two. Be interesting. <laughs> or maybe you get two, and it's Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. But maybe right. you don't play Penn State every year, you know. And that's just going to have to be how it is. Like protected rivalries are going to have to, and you know, certain games being like Michigan, Ohio State might not be their last regular season game of the year. You might need to uh move it up in order to make the schedule more flexible and make it work better for the entire conference. I mean, I could These deal are with traditions that, that Ed- like Michigan and Ohio State fans like the old heads in their fan base are going to bitch about, but you got to just you got to do it. Well, make the whole take point the because that- it works better for everything. You just the have whole- to do it. I don't care. The whole reason why they even started teams. doing that was because at the end of the year what Michigan and Ohio state were usually one of the top two schools. You know what I mean? So like, at least in the big 10, right? Like, so yeah, like that like kind of meant like whoever Auburn, wins the like, game, wins the conference. That was the deal, you know, but like, nowadays Auburn, that's Georgia not the case because the college football has changed so much. Yeah. Like I get, they do put a lot of rivalry games in the last weekend. You know, the iron was the right. iron bowl for Alabama. Like Auburn. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Michigan like, state Al- is, Alabama, like I think Georgia it's a forced rivalry with Penn State. Like Michigan yeah. State would always play Penn State at the last game of the year. That was like a whole thing. But Michigan State is not. If like if you ask any Michigan State fan who like if Penn State's a rival, like that's not the case. Penn State would say the same thing. But they play yeah. at the end of the season every single year, and it's just fine. But I, I will say this, and I want to get back to Notre Dame real quick because I'm very intrigued to see what Notre Dame does. Like very yeah, intrigued. Yeah, that's they're kind of the big piece in this, right? Like I think the Pac-12 is going to dissolve, and those teams are going to be kind of split between 
the Big 12 and the Big 10. Right. Because, like, the SEC, I don't think, needs to add anyone else. They already have the powerhouses. You got Bama. You got Georgia. Oklahoma and Texas, like, you you got the markets, right? Well, like that's, plus, the, plus those teams the, aren't necessarily great, the but the SEC markets The SEC doesn't are. need to expand because the SEC is, like, Just they're can't. the quality over quantity. They're yeah. the, they're, that's what they are, right? Like, you don't want yeah. other teams so, to just suck. And and they have the money. Like, they don't need more money. They have no. huge – like, college football is king in the South. So, the Big Ten needs to expand even with some of the smaller teams and smaller markets like Oregon, Washington, California. Like, those aren't – they're good markets, but they're not like Texas or Alabama. But they need that money to, again, keep up with the NIL – and keep the conference competitive with the SEC. So again, the move makes sense. It just if you can figure out the logistics, like I said, I think having West Coast and East Coast teams is gonna be a nightmare outside of football. But there's people who are experts in this kind of thing. I'm sure they will figure out a solution. And like I said, I think they're not done yet. I think they're gonna get someone. And like I said, Notre Dame is the big wild card because they're pro- they can probably get a UW in Oregon, but Notre Dame's going to need to join a conference if they ever want to sniff the CFP. And I guess the real question is, do you want to join the Big Ten? Where well, here's gonna, here's there's going to be more and, money, and, and but they already make think, a lot of money. Would you not think that the Big Ten wants Notre Dame? So probably, like they. They're big money, right? Okay, like they, so here's that, here's of, how you do it. Here's how you do it. Even though Notre Dame you kind add of burned USC, them, so it depends on if they're bitter or not. You but. add USC, okay, mm-hmm. and you add Stanford. Right. Boom. So here's why I say that. Here, if here I'm on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish football rivalries, okay. Here are their current annual rivalries. These are ones that are played every single year. All right. USC, Navy, and Stanford. Boom. Okay? Those are your three Navy? current. Navy. Yeah. Well, you know. So, USC is a rival. You add, you are, you've already added them. So, boom. Okay. So, then you got Stanford. That's also another rival. Historically, Purdue, Michigan State. Michigan. Michigan, Northwestern. Okay. So those those are some Big Ten teams that are those are four. Four Big Ten teams. Rivals. Hmm. Okay. I didn't know about Northwestern, but I knew Michigan State and I knew Michigan. About Michigan. Yeah. Like, Michigan and Michigan were, State were some been, of the two of the biggest the best games, games that Notre yeah. Dame would play. And now I want to get into so this is they actually have a, a section for significant series in the past, okay? Penn State and Nebraska are both on that list. So yeah, so yeah. I think that if you, if they added Stanford, absolutely be a big deal. I think that that is 100% a reason you add them in the first place. Yeah, no listen, if you can get them, uh I, you know, I hate them as like a fan, right? Right. But I see the objective, like, upside it would bring. I'd love to see Michigan versus Notre Dame. Uh, you know, even if it's only at once every two years, once every three years, whatever the schedule allows. Well, Michigan State, Notre Dame. Do you remember what well, Michigan State 
Oh my God. I think, and this is, and this is honestly, I'm completely biased in this, but I think that the Michigan state Notre Dame series was more exciting than the Michigan Notre Dame series, which was already very exciting. Yep. No, 100%. It's, it's like, if for like someone, it, it, if, this, like, I get it. Some people are like, Oh, the pageantry. Oh, like, like I really do like these, like, yeah. heads who are like uh the crying is the pageantry of college football it's just turning into the nfl and it's like yeah the nfl has a superior product like right you're still going to feel the college football environment they're like nothing is going to take that away because the style of play in the in, in the atmosphere is what makes college football right like that's what, at least what i think mm-hmm. like it's 100 percent just the feeling of college football and the rivalries are part of that, and we're not going to lose them. You're going to have protected rivalries, and you're going to have intense games. Um, but this is where the game's going, and this is what is going to help keep it alive. And I think if the if the NCAA and the Big Ten and Big 12 can navigate these new teams being absorbed, um, if they can navigate this the right way without a bl- too many blunders, I mean, this really could be like a launching point for college football and make it just that much better. Now, they could do something stupid, like go to like two mega conferences, which is what I don't want. That's too, that is too much like the NFL. I think four is a good number. Um, it allows you to still maintain rivalries without and still maintain conferences and some conference, you know, fighting, but it doesn't. Um, but it, uh, it does allow for, you know, a wider brand for these conferences. It allows for new rivalries to be formed while still being able to maintain the old ones. That's why, like I said, I, I think this fo- a four power conference thing could really work, work well. Um, but uh, we're just going to have to see how what the Big Ten does. I mean, they got two, but if they don't make another move for the 2024 season for, to, uh, for USC and UCLA, um then i think it'll be a disaster but if they can get utah UW, oregon a- asu notre dame you know stanford not all of them just i'm throwing out like if they can get four to six of those teams i think that i think it'll work out really well for the big 10 but they gotta get they gotta figure out the logistics and they gotta get some more teams in the west to make that work yeah all right, Griff. Um, which you know, I want to ask you one more question. Sure. Which team would you do you want most out of the any team that has not? You've convinced me, Notre Dame. Even though I hate them and all the shit that they did pull on the Big Ten, I also yeah. understand what's best for business, and it's Notre Dame. And I'd love to see Michigan and Michigan. You know, like I said, those rivalries to be able to rekindle. I know that they're, I think they're going to face each other in like 2027, but the, I think you for know, Michigan, it's actually 2032. Oh, is it that far? In the I future? think it is. Yeah. They, they oh, pushed fuck. it way far out because yeah, Notre see, Dame like, wanted to play more games against the SE. I mean the ACC. Yeah. So like, that's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I don't, you know, because wanna... well the problem was the problem was the ACC told them that if you aren't going to join our conference in football then you have to play a certain number of games against 
the ACC. Right. So, mm-hmm. like, in order to maintain their independence, they have to play a minimum of five games against the ACC. Like, that is the okay. minimum they can play against one conference. Gotcha. Or so, it's something like that. Because what happened was... Um, they they have a contract with the ACC in every sport. So in every sport, except for hockey, where the ACC doesn't have, like as long yeah. as the ACC sponsors a sport, they have to be a part of it. Which is why I think they will end up going there unless they can get something right uh, done. Um, I think and that's I mean, where they go. I also it, just think it's it's for the, for Notre Dame to win football games, they're going to be able to beat up on the ACC. A lot easier than they are in the Big Ten. There's just less competition. You're gonna have Clemson, and that you know you can obviously get upset, upset by a team like Pitt, sure, but like the ch- you're way more likely to have that happen, lose to teams in the Big Ten because you're you could easily face Michigan, Michigan State, uh, Penn State, Ohio State, and those are four quality football teams that are very very much I don't want to say easy to lose to, but like you definitely could lose to them. Like, you could lose to all four in a season, conceivably. Like, it's not a totally, like, unthinkable thing to happen. So, well, and it's, you know, and again, it is it is all money. And, I mean, the Big Ten already almost ruined college hockey. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. When they when they started that, when they started, the, the when they became a college hockey conference in 2014, like, they left a lot of conferences and teams, like, basically screwed over. Because now yeah. all their teams had to leave a bunch of conferences and other teams had nowhere else to go. It was a complete disaster almost. Yeah. And then, I mean, Penn State's the I reason think, that it happened. I think the uh, the other, if it's not Notre Dame, because I just think it's a thinner chance, uh, I want, like, th- this is two teams, but I want Oregon and UW. I feel like they're they're basically, they're the same in that they're, like, they're so close regionally and... I believe they're rivals. So like those two, like right. basically like, I, I think you, either, if you get one, you get the other, right? They're a package deal. I want them. If I can't get Notre Dame, like uh, preferably I'd want all three. I mean, I think that if you out. can get no, UW in, in, in Oregon, I think you get all three. I honestly. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, like and, I, and Notre Dame will if the because my my biggest thing is because I think that if if Oregon and Washington come over, I think that the Pac-12 will dissolve. Oh yeah, because no, and they because would, I and think at that point with, with the, you're going to see teams like Utah and maybe who else? Who else is like borderline okay at football in the Pac-12? I mean, you're going to see teams who want to compete. They're going to join the Big 12 because they know that there's more money there. They know that there's more opportunity to compete. And so because of that, you're going to see them leave to the Big 12, and then the Pac-12 is going to dissolve. And I think that at that point, it's a domino effect because once that happens, once the Pac-12 dissolves, Notre Dame is in a situation where potentially – they cannot get into the college football playoff without joining a conference. And I think that that will be the breaking point for Notre Dame. Yep. I think so. It's too. yeah. I, I think we, that it's, it's getting harder and harder for them to attain their independence, but I don't know. 
Yeah, it's, I, th uh, I think this is going to be an ongoing situation. Um, but I think, I think, uh, you know, like I said, I think right now the Big Ten, uh, again, by getting USC, I think it's a good move. And we'll have to kind of monitor how they go. But they have the potential to do something really, really good here for the conference and all of college football. But they're going to have to navigate it. And they're going to have to make the right decisions from here on out. Uh, and we'll have to see what those decisions are. But uh, I'm definitely excited to see these two teams in the Big Ten. And I'm excited to see what other teams might be joining them. Griff, can you please do me a favor? Yeah, what's up? Can you sign us off? Because I apparently suck at it. Yeah, you're not very good at them. No, I'm not. <laughs> I asked you to do it one time, and you were struggling, and I literally went, okay, Brad, I'll take over from here. Yeah, um, sure. Why not, right? Thanks, everyone, so much for, for watching or listening, however you're uh, absorbing this content. And uh, we'll we be back, what, you. next next week? Next Monday. Back next to the normal Monday. sketch. Just, Good job. Uh, you know, shorter episode this week. But, um, yeah, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, we'll, we'll be back uh, next Monday. Uh, with a whole new episode of Take This. Don't know quite yet what we'll be talking about, but I'm sure some news will break that we'll want to break down. So uh, we'll do that. And, uh, yeah, we hope everyone has a, a great weekend, a uh, great week, uh, you know, short week with the, with the holiday. Hope you had a good 4th of July. Um, but, yeah, we will be seeing you all next week. Have a uh, great week. Be nice to each other, and uh, don't forget, most importantly, Brad, always make your free throws. <laughs>